That's a winning streak, four straight games for the Pels after beating the Orlando Magic. Let's talk about it in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Friday final show of the week. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, all of that stuff to you as we gear up for the weekend and the holidays. And the Pelicans sent you off on the right kind of way, grabbing a big win over the Orlando Magic. Four straight wins for the team, looking very different than the team that started the year. So thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available on all platforms five days a week. If you need a break from your family over the next couple of days, just search Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube as well. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Tell a friend about the show and leave a five-star review with a comment. No paywall, just free Pelicans talk every single day of the week. So let's dive right on into it because this was a great game for New Orleans, beating the Orlando Magic 110-104. A game, again, four straight wins for them. We could talk and we will talk about Brandon Ingram, who was excellent in this game. This team needed someone to step up. They're dealing with some COVID issues. We heard earlier on in the day that Nikhil Alexander-Walker was going to be ruled out due to health and safety protocols. And then it came out about a little bit before the game that Najee Marshall was going to be out. And hopefully this will be the end of the Pelicans' COVID woes, though you have to imagine it probably won't be given how this thing kind of spreads and what we've seen with other teams. But only two players ruled out for this one against a Magic team that got some people back, right? So you knew someone was going to need to step up and that guy in this one was Josh freaking Hart who was amazing for the team finished with 22 points on the night 7 of 10 shooting including going 4 of 5 from deep and when the magic made this one close New Orleans was up big right New Orleans was running away with this they were up by 20 at one point in this one and they managed to kind of squeak by with a 6 point victory Orlando made this one close in the 4th quarter and with no Jonas Valanciunas, who's out, who's out with a non-COVID-related illness, you needed someone to be able to carry the offensive load. You didn't have Nikhil, who did it for you in the game the other night. And Josh Hart decided it was going to be him. Ten points scored in the fourth quarter. A breakaway dunk. Back-to-back made threes. Or they were sandwiched around that, I forget. And two made free throws. When the Pelicans needed someone to hit their shots and do something, it was Josh Hart heart and you needed that right because the Orlando Magic were keying in on Brandon Ingram Brandon Ingram in the fourth quarter was going to be very limited because they were going to let anyone else beat them it's actually a pretty decent strategy in the fourth Brandon Ingram only scored two points because they didn't want him to beat them not a bad strategy except Josh Hart decided he was going to step up and made his shots Devontae Graham big in the fourth quarter too stepping up seven points he was one of five he hit a three but more importantly he got to the line the the bad shooting he still was going to make an impact in this one he also dished out four assists he was going to have to be the guy when they were just denying Brandon Ingram the ball 
all over the place. Shoot, you even got a good game from Tomas Sadoransky in this one. I don't think I've said that at any point this season. He was good. Like, he was good. I'm going to give him credit. He was 3-6. He scored nine points. That brings him up to 78 points on the season. He had 69. Nice going into this game. He needed it, and he did it. And the Pelicans needed him, right? No Najee Marshall to soak up some of those kind of wing backcourt minutes, you, you know, depending on where you want to use him. So you needed a guy like Sadoransky to step up in the role that he was given. And he did. Trey Murphy got run in this one, but it was Sato who's really kind of the big, big one. And Garrett Temple chipped in eight points, two on three of six shooting. He made two threes. Okay, they were there when you needed them when, you know, we haven't really been able to say that or bank on that throughout most of this year. So really good job by the other guys stepping up when this team really needed some help. And really, Josh Hart just being a tremendous player. He also chipped in five assists in this one. You're really seeing that secondary creator role that he is really good at. Working on the weak side. Cool. There's a double team somewhere else. That means someone's going to be open. And Josh Hart is good at finding that kind of player. And realizing where they need to be. And then making hustle plays himself. Cutting off ball. Trying to grab grab the pass on the way to the rim to score with some momentum. He did it in this. They don't win without him. And they don't win without the way he played in the fourth quarter. He is looking like a different player this season. That's a wonderful thing to say in his, what, fifth year as a pro. He looks like a dramatically different kind of player and has added to his game. He deserves a lot of credit for being able to grow, and it's a big part of why New Orleans is really playing much better. But the biggest part of why they're playing much better, Brandon Ingram. Let's talk about him coming up next here in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Truebill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam that's out to get you, so don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill and take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. And on average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill because companies like to make subscriptions hard, so Truebill makes them easy to cancel. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And I love this. It saves people money. There's nothing worse than getting scammed, losing some money out of your bank account just because you forgot something or because you didn't realize it was going to renew and they made it hard to cancel and you had to go through layers of stuff, phone calls, web pages. It's not a good situation. Make it easy with Truebill. They have over 2 million users and have helped save them over $100 million. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes even better than a candy bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, and net carbs, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. And they have so many flavors, you're going to have a hard time choosing. They've got peppermint brownie right now. They've got an eggnog flavor to really get you in the mood for the holiday season. Or you can go with any of the reliably delicious flavors they have. Grab a mixed box. You're going to get two of each of the nine original flavors that they have so you can pick the ones that you love the most. And Built Bar is here to give you that extra fuel you need during this holiday season. So tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15. You're going to get 15% off your next order. Again, that is promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at Built.com. 
All right, thank you for making Lockdown Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available on all platforms five days a week, breaking down everything you want to know about the team. No paywall or anything like that. You're not even getting podcasts from some places once a week. We're here every single day. You don't even get writing from some places once, uh, you know, once a day, once a week, things like that. So if you want Pelicans coverage, we are here, free and available all the time for you. Tell a friend about the show, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. And what is going on with the Saints in the QB situation? I know nothing about Ian Book, but you know who does? Ross Jackson, host of the Locked On Saints podcast. Make them your second listen to catch up on everything going into the blackout Monday night football game. All right, we're talking about the Pelicans' big win over the Orlando Magic. Four straight! It's a winning streak. 110-104, Josh Hart, the hero for the Pelicans in the fourth quarter. They needed players to step up. No Nikhil Alexander-Walker, no Jonas Valanciunas, no Najee Marshall, and you got it. But you also got solid play from Brandon Ingram, and in yesterday's show, I said, he just needs to be the best player out there on the court. He needs to dominate and just get an easy victory for New Orleans. He did his part. His stat line in this one is very freaking good. 31 points on 12 of 23 shooting. 7 of 7 from the line, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, and just 2 turnovers. The Pels were up big, and he was cooking at the start of the third quarter. He made 5 straight mid-range jumpers, 10 straight points to just bury the Orlando Magic early on, and gave the Pelicans that lead. That's what you want to see from him. He's playing like an all-star right now, and if he's not in consideration for that, the way he's playing since he's returned to the lineup and been healthy getting over that hip injury he had it'd be a snub it'd be a significant snub he's playing that good and it's kind of a sneaky solid under the radar year and when you look at this team as they've started to turn this around a good bit they're nine and four right now after a terrible start to the year it coincided with him going kind of like point point ingram point brandon point bi Similar to Point Zion of last year. He is such a focal point of the offense, and they realized he's such a good passer that he can create for others with that pure court gravity. And it scared the hell out of the Orlando Magic in the fourth quarter that they were going to double him. They were going to deny him the ball. They were just going to let anyone else beat them other than Brandon Ingram. Guess what? Those guys stepped up. But having a player that does that, that makes a team so scared of him, That is a wonderful thing. That is a wonderful thing. You've got to love that. You're really seeing the Pelicans move past some of their growing pains. A new head coach, new guys into the lineup. You know, you have Brandon Ingram, you know, expecting it to be Zion. It's all your plans kind of go out out the door, right? He was supposed to be back by now, supposedly. And you got to figure out a new style of play. They identified that Brandon Ingram could kind of be that point BI. And so they decided they were going to go out and do that. They struggled with it a little bit in the beginning, but now you're really seeing this team start to learn how to play together and around Brandon Ingram and with each other. And so as they've started to figure things out, you're seeing this team go on a run. This is why there were reasons for optimism, reasons not to tank, right? I never said tank after the terrible start they had. There is a decent enough team here just under a layer of fat, right? Like, that's what it is. These are the abs that are, like, finally starting to show. The Pelicans have worked out enough that the abs are starting to rise and you're starting to get some... The the analogy got away from me there, but you guys get what I'm trying to say. You're finally starting to see that a little bit from this team. And Brandon Ingram's playing excellent basketball. That is a tremendous line to only have two turnovers in this one is good. And the team didn't really have many turnovers at all. 
just 10 total turnovers. That's really good. They didn't beat themselves in a game that they would have lost otherwise. You saw Cole Anthony start to get a, go, go uh, get hot in the fourth quarter. Then you saw Josh Hart say no. No bad passes, no turnovers or anything like that that gifted the Orlando Magic easy points. And in a six-point victory, you needed something like that. That was a good performance all around. By the way, shout out to Vontae Graham. Five made threes, 14. That's a significant number. The shooting number doesn't look great there. You'd like him to be closer to 40%, I think, given that he was kind of the big free agent signing. But look, if you can make at least five and you're shooting 14 to kind of be a threat like that and you know he's capable of getting hot, sort of, I think that can be a really good thing. That's a, that's a good number to take, particularly when Brandon Ingram wasn't taking him in this one. You didn't have Valanciunas out there to rip one or two and potentially make it and kind of help you in that regards. Solid, solid performance from Brandon Ingram in this one, playing like an all-star. All right, some other notes from this game. How'd Billy Hernan Gomez do in the start? What about Trey Murphy, some of these other guys? Let's talk about it coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans... Brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season. And you've got the pro football playoffs coming right on up. And there's NBA games basically every single night. And we got the biggest NBA day of all of the days tomorrow on Christmas Day. So BetOnline remains your number one spot for all your sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to receive your free money. It's like you've already won a bet right there. Whether it's basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, write your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Over betonline.ag, betonline, where the game starts. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. Free and available on all platforms for you all. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube as well. It's the holiday season. Give me a present. Leave a five-star review with a comment. Helps keep this free in five days a week for you all. And now go check out Locked On Saints. The Ian Book experience. Is that going to be good, bad, traumatic? We're going to find out. And I'm going to learn all I can about it leading up to Monday's game against the Dolphins from Ross Jackson and the Locked On Saints podcast. All right, so we're talking about the Pelicans big win over the Orlando Magic four straight I'm going to keep doing every time I wish I had like a fancy button to push where it'd be like Wee's Playhouse when you said I don't know how many of you get that reference um, where everyone goes crazy when you say like the magic word of the day or something like that and all like the couch the the chair and the, you guys get it it's fun we should have that for four straight wins Pelicans haven't done this since 2019 so this is a pretty significant accomplishment for this team getting them into the play in talk and seeing Brandon Ingram play like an all-star, look, this team could be good if Zion was there. They still struggle defensively at times. And, you know, there's still some issues with the backup center position. No Jonas Valanciunas in this one. Billy Hernan Gomez stepped in. I think Billy is a good backup center, or good enough backup center, I should say. He will grab rebounds for you. He had 16 in this one, right? And he can score over equal or lesser competition. But going up against starting players seems to be a little bit 
of a struggle with him. The the Magic getting Wendell Carter Jr. back and Billy struggled, particularly at the rim. He was one of 11 in this one. Finished with just three total points, but did grab those 16 rebounds, including seven offensive boards. A couple of tapbacks, which were really good to keep a possession alive. But he's, he did this last year, right? Like, he misses bunnies at the rim when there's just, like, a bit of defensive rim protection, a bit of defensive pressure on him. That means he just shouldn't be starting. He was forced into it in this one. He was able to contribute on the rebounding way, but not on the scoring side. And that's partially why you saw this game start to get away from New Orleans when Brandon Ingram was on the bench. They didn't have Jonas to kind of run their offense through. Josh Hart did what he could. But you need that other scoring threat. Jonas is a really good part of that. Billy, not so much. He's just not as good. He's a solid backup, right? Defensively struggles too, but he gives you just enough to, you know, be a solid backup player. I think that's, you know, not a bad thing, right? That's not an insult. He doesn't need to be a starter. He's not good enough to be a starter, but he's good at what his job is and what he's expected to be on this team. So this meant, as we talked about in yesterday's show, I was going to really be watching the Jackson Hayes minutes. And if you were to grade it, it's a big old incomplete, actually. You know, he had a good opportunity for this. At one point, I was thinking of doing like a Christmas episode of like, let's give presents to players. Like, what do they want for Christmas? Jackson Hayes wants more minutes, right? So he got minutes in this one. He was active, let's call it, in the first quarter, but he picked up fouls. One of them was a little bit BS. I thought that wasn't the best call, but like whatever, right? You know, he, he struggled staying on the court in this one when he could have had a pretty big role because of the foul trouble. He finished with six. He fouled out of this game. He only scored two points. He grabbed three rebounds, but those all came in the first quarter, the first half, and then really faded away the rest of the game. This wasn't the impression he wanted to make. He needed to do better than this. I don't think we saw a tremendous, you know, he played 15 minutes and I don't think they were all that amazing enough to be like, yeah, you know, when a guy like Jonas is back, we'll, we'll keep you in the rotation. I don't know if he really earned that. All of his rebounds came in the first quarter, so he didn't grab a rebound over the rest of the three. You want to play? That's not great. Maybe it helps him a little bit that Billy had the bad shooting night. But again, if Jonas comes back for the next game against the Thunder on Sunday, by the way, and play in Jonas's back, then Billy plays well in that reserve role. Does Jackson Hayes see time again? I'm not sure. He did not make the most of this like he really needed to if he wanted to stake out that spot. Trey Murphy, though, I thought was solid enough in his limited minutes, almost 15 minutes from him, finished with six points, three rebounds. Shooting, you know, it's going to be hit or miss. He's one of four from three. The one three he made looked pretty good. It's a rookie going through rookie growing pains. It's to be expected with a player like that. Um, and those are really kind of the other other notes. You know, Herb, oh, Herb Jones, good. Eight points. Six rebounds. He was great. Take a step back and shoot beyond the three-point line. Stop putting your foot on the line and making that a long two that you make, man. Get the extra point. Put your scoring up. It's going to look better, and that's what you want to be doing anyway. When that's what we're complaining about with him, that tells you a lot. He's been really good this year. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everyone who is celebrating. Enjoy the game Sunday. We'll be back on Monday to recap that, get you set for Tuesday's game, and into the new year as well, where the Pelicans schedule gets hard. But they're going to look to make it five in a row on Sunday. Hopefully they're going to do it. If they do, we'll be more confetti and everything on the Monday show. So thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all then.